Today is Monday, February 5th, in the year of our Lord, 2024. I'm Anna Grace Legband, and this is your wake-up call. Let's begin with our prayer of consecration. Wake up, sleeper. Rise from the dead, and Christ will shine on you. Jesus, I belong to you. I lift up my heart to you. I set my mind on you. I fix my eyes on you. I offer my body to you as a living sacrifice. Jesus, we belong to you. Praying in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Today's entry is entitled, The Question God Cares About. Hear now the word of the Lord from Isaiah chapter 55, verse 2. Why spend your money on what is not bread, and your labor on what does not satisfy? The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Now consider this. The passage asks a question that addresses the condition of a culture defined by excessive consumption and marked by a pervasive lack of contentment. I bet it wouldn't take any of us much time to list out what we spend our time, money, and energy on that leaves us feeling unsatisfied. We need only pull out our bank statements, look at our screen time reports, or consider what we spent most of our time thinking about in the last week. Identifying what is the easy part. But the question here isn't about what we spend our resources on. The question has to do with why. God is often more interested in why we do what we do than what we're actually doing. Why goes beyond what's obvious at surface level and pierces to the unseen depths of our motivations. Jesus frequently called out the distorted whys of the religious leaders. Things like self-exaltation, self-righteousness, and self-indulgence. All of these hid behind various spiritual what's. Things like prayer, generosity, and fasting. Asking what looks at behavior. Asking why looks at the heart. The question is not intended to condemn us or to bring shame upon us. God is in the business of bringing about the restoration of all things. Honest recognition of our why is a step towards experiencing more of the freedom and wholeness that Jesus offers. God loves when we're honest. He operates in the truth. We cannot be free from that which we don't know is keeping us in bondage. Now, some whys don't go away as easily. Things like selfish ambition, control, insecurity, and pride. But they do hold less power and influence over us every time they're brought into the light. And thankfully, God works in spite of, and sometimes even through, our impure intentions, or any complex baggage we have at play in the background. 
Naming our whys is an act of defiance against the flesh and a version of Christianity that cares only about what is seen. We name our whys not to feel bad about ourselves or will ourselves into being better, but because we know the one who can heal and transform them. This level of transformation takes time. It's a lifelong process of saying yes to Jesus over and over and over. Though we may desire for everything to be resolved in a moment, we are not the architects of our own formation. We are the clay. He is the potter. Our role isn't to mold ourselves, but to stay pliable on the wheel, surrender to his touch as he molds, repairs, and reshapes us into vessels designed for his purposes and glory. In an act of surrender, let's step onto the wheel and see what our potter has in store for us today. Let's pray together. Come, Holy Spirit, I lay down my heart before you, and I open myself up to you. I silence the voice of condemnation and shame, and I welcome your voice of correction, which leads to life. Nothing in me is off limits to you, Jesus. I know that I can trust you. Search me, O God, and know my heart. Test me and know my anxious thoughts. See if there is any offensive way in me and lead me in the way everlasting. Continuing in a posture of prayer, let's turn back to our text today, which is the question, why spend money on what is not bread and your labor on what does not satisfy? Identifying what is a helpful first step to answering why. Is there anything that comes to mind that has cost you time, money, labor, etc., and left you feeling unsatisfied? If you're able, I'd encourage you to write down whatever comes to your mind. Maybe you've spent more time looking at a screen recently than you'd like to admit, or money on material goods that you didn't need, or maybe it's something related to your work. Keep in mind that some of these what's may be things that aren't inherently bad. Let's invite the Spirit to search our hearts a little further. Take some time to consider what you've written down. And for each of your what's, ask yourself, why? Maybe your why is along the lines of avoidance, avoiding pain, loneliness, or disappointment. Or maybe you're grabbing for control that's beyond your scope. Maybe you're seeking validation or approval from others. Our distorted whys are typically rooted in one or multiple of the following things. Sins, lies, or wounds. Whatever your why is, bring it before Jesus. What is your best sense of what he might be saying to you about it? Is there a step that he's inviting you to take? 
Maybe it's spending time in repentance or confessing it to your band. Maybe it's asking for healing. Whatever has come up in this time, don't pass it by. This is for the awakening. I'm Anna Grace. We hope that today's entry challenged and encouraged you. And thanks for listening to The Wake Up Call, powered by Seedbed. Be sure to share this with a friend. Leave us a rating and subscribe wherever you prefer to listen to podcasts. Find out more and join the movement by visiting our website at seedbed.com slash wakeupcall.